Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fred Siegel is the man behind Old Takes Exposed, Freezing Cold Takes, and he's got a new book out. It's Freezing Cold Takes NFL, Football Media's Most Inaccurate Predictions, and the Fascinating Stories Behind Them. Uh, to just get out of the way right away, your favorite host here has been a victim of this. It's been the same, the same tweet comes up every year. September 1st, 2016, I tweeted, if I were the GM of this team, I'd cut Devontae Adams or trade him for a six-rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. Fred, you've gotten me a couple of times on that one. I deserve it. I think the worst part about getting uh, old takes exposed is that then people think it's like what you're saying right then and there, and then you've got people coming after you all the time, but I made that prediction, I made that take, and... I keep the tweet up and I take the punishment when it happens. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, that's just a brutal take by me, though. Yeah, well, I think the worst thing about it is that people bring it up each year and post it and send it to me like they found it, like it's brand new, when we've been mocking you for it for years. <laughs> and, like, you have to go through that each time. Uh, I've, I've already addressed this. Uh, I, I know it was bad then. Devontae Adams had a lot of detractors at that time. Well, yeah, he was dropping a bunch of balls, and he was he <laughs> was he was catching all the impossible catches, and then he would drop all the easy ones. And I tweeted that in his second preseason with Green Bay, and I was just I had enough. But again, this is our dependency to want to make a take and and be bold and, and be the first on it so often. I think that what must be the worst for you to to jump on what you're saying with uh, people sending it to you is that sometimes I see on your account, you'll say, I've seen this one. I know yeah. this one. I think it's got to be, I don't know what is worse. When you've already seen a tweet 9,000 times and people think they're the first, or when sometimes I'll say something so minor like, man, I don't think the Bucks will win tonight against the Pistons. They're down five at half. And then they win. It's like, who cares? This isn't good enough to like, Old takes yeah, right, expose this right. guy. And then you'll get tagged 20 times for it. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it, if that would have to be a playoff game, and they have to be down like 20 uh, for me to post that. So if they came back. Somebody had to, at some point, somebody had to make this account. The old takes exposed, freezing cold takes. How did it end up being you? And do you look at it more of a blessing or a curse that you were the guy that took this mantle <laughs> well, here, Fred? Well, uh I started it in, in like 2015, not not intending for it to be big, but I started it just to be a counter to sports media people posting their 
like reposting their accurate predictions along with uh, self-congratulatory messages to themselves. And I said to myself, someone should be the person who reposts these tweets and quotes where these same media folks turned out to be dead wrong. And I just became that person. Um, I didn't expect it to be big, but I, I would say it's a, it's a blessing because I was able to, to write this book. And I've always wanted to write something in longer form. And I got the opportunity to do that through this. So that's probably the biggest blessing. Now, the, 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 the curse part about it is what you say about is getting tagged numerous, numerous times. Just so many things. Um, my mentions are out of control in that regard. I still think my favorite ones are when you dig up something from like 1950. <laughs> or like the newspaper app. Yeah, yeah the, the newspaper news- or that <laughs> clip about uh, Katie Kirk on the Today Show, like the Internet. What <laughs> what is the you know, I, I love those ones the best. The ones that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Like there's one guy from Newsweek in 95 who really ripped the Internet pretty hard and uh, and said that the Internet's not going to be anything special. And it was like one of those joking columns that uh, he made all these jokes and about the internet. So it was even more funny to, to look at, but yeah, that, and this book that I, I wrote has relies on a lot of things from the nineties and the late eighties. Uh, I found through, you know, using internet uh, apps and internet uh, platforms where you could find old articles like newspapers.com. We're talking with Fred Siegel. He's the man behind old takes exposed and the book is Freezing Cold Takes NFL, Football Media's Most Inaccurate Predictions, and the Fascinating Stories Behind Them. And, I, you know, when I first thought that you wrote a book or when I heard you wrote a book, I thought, and you still might want to do this, just put out a coffee table book with some of the worst tweets you've ever gotten yeah. and profit uh, by doing very little work. But the man did work here. He did his research. So we're looking at just some of the different chapters. Uh, there's a whole chapter about how the Vikings fleece the Cowboys to get Herschel Walker. Turned out not to be true. There's a whole chapter about how the Niners should trade Steve Young. That turned out that would have been a mistake. Trade Dan Marino, keep Scott Mitchell. That turned out to be a mistake. I have to think, you know, in all of these chapters, I think the biggest area where there'd be research to look at is anything New England, whether it's when Belichick got hired and everybody was criticizing that, or again with Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, nobody would have thought, you know, you can't find one tweet where Tom Brady comes in for Drew Bledsoe and somebody's tweeting or has an article, this man will play till he's 45 and will win seven <laughs> Super Bowls. That was not going to happen. If anything, it was always like, well, I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's done. I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's not going to have it anymore. So that has to just be a gold mine of things to try to find when putting together a chapter on New England. Yeah, I have two chapters on New England, and I could have had I could have probably wrote a whole book on them, but I, I wrote I wrote a chapter on Bill Belichick when he was hired, and the whole month that he was being uh, the media were piling on him because he quit the Jets head coaching job after like one day early January, and then he took three weeks to extricate himself from the Jets contract, and then be hired by the Patriots. So during that whole time, he was getting um, criticized. And then there's also the chat. I do a chapter on the Patriots from 2001 to 2005, like with Tom Brady, not just the year Tom Brady came on to be the quarterback when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, but then the next season they didn't make the playoffs, the Patriots. So, so it was like, it was, Tom Brady was an aberration. 
I think so it's then, but then they won back to back the years the next two years. But I do have a lot of stuff. I think the Packers are probably represented the most in the book. I have like three chapters on the Packers. So yeah, uh, I think everyone would be really interested. I mean, I have stuff on Brett Favre when Brett Favre was hired. Uh, I mean, Brett Favre when they traded for Brett Favre and when Mike Holmgren was hired. Um, and stuff about Reggie White and free agency, how nobody thought that anybody would sign with Green Bay when unrestricted free agency started in 1993, and Reggie White debunked that immediately. And there was a, a post about Aaron Rodgers, or uh, not a post, a clip from Todd McShay where he said Brian Brom has more upside than Aaron Rodgers. That's when Brian Brom was drafted in 2008. There's also so, I mean, there's there's also a chapter about Tony Mandrix who was <laughs> I mean you want to look at a bus it's just it's interesting that because the Packers for better or for worse do have a lot of these things that are ripe for getting old takes exposed you had Tony Mandrix who was drafted uh, way higher than he should have been number one overall guy he ended up sucking uh, Brett Favre <laughs> Ron Wolf for some reason thinks the third string quarterback of the Falcons is going to be the guy that's going to turn their franchise around. And, and he was right. There's one passage here. Uh, Jay Lilge wrote, it's pronounced Favre, which comes all too close to farce or barf. Like he's like, he just invented comedy rhyming comedy. Um, Nobody knew who he was. I know there's a chapter, like you said, of the stuff about Reggie white, the Aaron Rodgers stuff when Favre left. I, but imagine that today. Imagine, because we got this Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love situation with the Green Bay Packers. If Rodgers leaves and then Jordan Love's the guy, and then they draft a quarterback today in the second round, people are going crazy about that. But that's what the Packers did back with Rodgers in 2008. So, yeah, the Patriots are ripe for it, but then my beloved Packers are all over this book. Yeah, and they a lot of people thought that the Packers were trying to replicate like what – they did the far by drafting Rodgers in 2005. Now they're doing the same thing by picking this guy Brom in 2008. And Brom turned out to be a, a complete bust. I mean, I don't even think he lasted more than a year. And I, I don't even think he got the second string job when he came into camp. Matt Flynn took it from him. And Matt Flynn was a seventh round pick. What's so great about this is that obviously, if you want to look at some of the worst takes for the last 10 years, you've got your Twitter account. But this digs up some that otherwise would have been lost to history. Obviously, a lot with Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. Uh, I was yeah. looking at some here where Colin Cowherd says, Dak Prescott is a backup in the NFL at tight end. Um, in five years, we will talk about Kellen Clemens the way we talk about Tom Brady. Ron Jaworski, 2006. Uh, where there's some other – all the way back to Bill Walsh. The Niners Hall of Famer. Everyone should have drafted Jake Plummer. He's another Joe Montana. <laughs> why why do we have this desire to make these these bold claims? Why why are we so committed to is it do we want to be first? Is it do we want to be right? Cuz even with the accountability that you hold us to, everybody in the media, we don't learn. We don't learn from it at all. Well, I think it's more being interesting and saying things that will generate a discussion. So when you say things like that, it will generate discussion, not just for you, but uh, for whatever platform you're on. And then uh, it's, it's better than just saying, well, I'm going to wait on this one. 
it could be good. It may not be good because that I don't think that like if you if this was that was your radio show, I don't think you'd have a radio show. Yeah, I said today the Brewers are not going to make the playoffs. I said that today on August 9th when they're a game back of the playoffs. If I would just say, well, they might or or maybe they don't. Who's li- who's listening to that? Nobody. But then you're right because what would happen is if I was wrong, I would never bring it up again. But if I was right. right. I would say, look at me. I told you. Yeah, that's what used to happen on Twitter uh, a long time ago. And I would remember these guys, the things that these guys said prior to, because the fans remember better than the person saying it. Like, if you're doing three hours of radio a week, I mean, three hours of radio a day, and uh, you know, the fans will remember some of the specific things you said, but you probably didn't remember, wouldn't remember saying that two days ago. Fred Siegel, Freezing Cold Takes, NFL, the book available now, football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them. Do you still get, uh, I guess, excited when somebody gets exposed and it completely wrecks their world? Like, it's part of the, you know, it's part of the job. You're going to say some things wrong. I remember one of my colleagues got, I don't remember the tweet, but he got old takes exposed. He He got retweeted by you. And it like, he was distraught and he fought back on it and he was a mess for days. And I, I tried to tell him like, you got to embrace this. It's an, it, take it in good stride. And he just couldn't believe. And he wanted to battle and he tried to give you all this context. And he, he was like, it was just like, it, it wrecked him. It wrecked him. And even with how long you've been around and people kind of understand the thing, there are still some people that it just, they will not let it be the fun that it should be. They will they will try to justify it still to this day. Like, no, you guys, Devontae Adams, I'm telling you, he, he couldn't, he, like, I let it go. I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> to be fair, he was hurt. So, uh, But, I mean, I, I never thought that it would have that big of an effect. It could have that big of an effect on people. But I would, just, I would think that as a journalist or a radio commentator that you'd be able to understand that, that numerous people aren't, don't like you and don't think much of you. So even if you if I posted something like that, they'd be able to handle it because that's the nature of your job. No, we're very but. fragile, very fragile in this business. We all have an, the, the, the thinness of our skin is unbelievable. It may be, it may be, I also think that, he, that I feel like you guys get more backlash from when you make the take from then when he, we talk about when it's wrong. Like you talking about how the Brewers aren't going to make the playoffs. I feel like that's going to get more backlash than if they make the playoffs. And then I post that. Yeah. You're talking about it now. Everybody goes nuts. Oh, what are you talking about? You're negative. I just, uh, I just, I just like the attention. So I'm going to keep trying to fire off bad takes (laughs) and hope you, uh, Retweet me again. Again, the one that I always get got with. I, and I kept the tweet up. You don't have to screenshot it. I kept it up. If I were the GM of this team, I'd cut Devontae Adams or trade him for a six-rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. So I'm looking forward to, now that he's with the new team, uh, the Raiders. Now this can come up again for Raiders fans to see, and I'll get all the attention, and I'll my feelings will be hurt once again. So I'm looking forward to that for, for sure. Yeah, and I'll get posted. It'll get tagged to me numerous times. Yeah, maybe I w- see if I deleted the tweet, that actually be doing you a favor. So maybe I will delete oh, yeah. the tweet. Definitely. There's one tweet from the Nationals, the Washington Nationals, that said something about Patrick Corbin. 
making fun of the people who 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 talk, said that they shouldn't sign him for six years, and I get tagged that every time Corbin starts, he pitches bad. The favorite we have in Wisconsin is uh, LeBron James when he said two down, two to go at CP3. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's not even – I don't even know if that's a prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's just a fact. That's just you won two, you have two more to win. Or else he would have just said two down – Two board, they're going to win two more, and they're going to win the, the championship. Yeah, that, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I, I could look at that a different way. Fred, appreciate the time. The book is hilarious. It's funny. I hope people get their hands on it again. Freezing cold takes NFL football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and leave me alone. All right, thanks, Mark. All right, see you, buddy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.